Earworms. I'm your co-host Keegan. And I'm your co-host Mimi. And this is a podcast for the things you just can't seem to get out of your head. This week, who is going first? I me went or first you? Last week, so if you want to go first this week, you can. And if you're okay. if you don't feel confident, I can go first. Alrighty. This week I have a fun thing. Um question. Pop quiz for Mimi. What is depicted on on the artwork for Earworm, the podcast. Well, it's you and me uh-huh. and our little son with uh-huh. the um, with the worms. Yes. And what are those worms called? Fuzzy worms. String worms. Worm on a string. Worm on a string! Worm on a string! <laughs> yeah, so I decided to do an episode on worms on a string. Is it really just called worm on a string? Uh, it's got a couple of other names. They are known as worm on a string, magic twisty worms, snoots, and squirmels. <laughs> and they were invented in 1958 by Pierre Colliford, also known as Peyo Colliford, who... <laughs> was really into creating like fun toys and gimmicks and stuff for children like simple toys that anybody can afford because they were like you know a dollar or whatever like not even a dollar they were cheap toys to be made and sold in mass to children to bring amusement to them and stuff like that now looking into this i learned a bit about uh Peyo Culliford. Uh, he goes by, he went by Peyo because he, uh, when he came to like America for a visit, his cousin mispronou- mispronounced his name Pierre as Peyo. So he just went, yeah, I'm Peyo now. <laughs> do you know what the Spanish word Peyo means? No, I do not. It means to toot like a fart. Hehe, <laughs> 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 fantastic. <laughs> um, what I found interesting about these little worm dudes is they are just long little very pliable men bits of fluff with googly eyes and a hidden string that can be used to manipulate them usually between eight and a half inches by maybe a half inch in diameter um and they originally came in six colors pink orange blue yellow green and Uh, purple i was gonna say let me guess it but nope you didn't let me i did not let you guess it i moved fast uh so this obviously is a running bit with the internet because there's like a bunch of memes and stuff about worms on a string and i crave violence yeah and they crave (laughs) violence because like there's like a meme that like worms on a string grow into furbies and furbies are a whole other terrifying thing which would be its own episode um but while looking into this um, its own joint episode yeah talk about it. well looking into the history of squirmies and when they were invented looking at uh, peyo's life i learned another interesting thing about something else he invented in 1958 um, um was it like the squishy things i guarantee you will not be able to guess what what else this guy invented is it a toy it's not a toy it's can it's I, a franchise can i get a genre okay um hasbro uh no it is haribo <laughs> no no you're getting close in the same vein. I think as Gummy I just, I'll describe this and you can tell me if you know what these okay. little things are called. It started off with a single one known as Strumpf. Strumpf is from the story of La Foot à la Six Strumps. And it is about a little story. Chocolate uh, rabbits? No. About a little blue man who's human-like. 
He lives in a mushroom-shaped house in a forest and played the flute. Smurfs! Yes, in the same year, 1958, that he invented Squirmles the toy, my man invented Smurfs. Did you ever go... I went to the midnight premiere of the Smurf movie. Did you? <laughs> I did not go to the midnight premiere of the Smurf movie. But I just thought it was really fascinating that this man is really two for two in the same year of creating just delightful little things to entertain kids. Smurfs yeah. and Worm on a String. Like, like that's... You're hitting home runs. At that point, go buy as many lottery tickets as you can because I don't think <laughs> you can lose at winner, this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Peo, it just was an interesting thing that he invented Smurfs and Worm on a String. Uh, I don't really have a lot about them. They're, it's pretty straightforward. They were just really simple toys. What's your favorite Worm on a String meme? Uh, my favorite one has to be uh, what I was saying earlier of like the uh, worms on a string are just baby Furbies because they're, I think that's very funny. And that's what like led to the whole sub-genre meme of Furbies and long Furbies, because domesticated Furbies are short, but long Furbies grow wild in the <laughs> in nature. They grow just super long like their original worm-on-a-string baby counterparts do. <laughs> and that's my favorite. It just brings me a little bit of joy and delight. And that's what I had this week. Okay, one of my favorite worm-on-the-string memes is it says, like, you versus the guy she told you not to worry about. And the first picture <laughs> is an earthworm. And the second picture is a worm on, on the a string. string. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Worms on a string. Get some today. You can order them real cheap online <laughs> and stuff like that. Just in mass. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to think of a good segue. I guess what do does beer, cigarettes, and bear have in common? They, they. I was gonna say they all start with B. Um, I don't know. What do they all have in common? They all have what chick the bear in common. Watchick, I love Watchick. <laughs> Tell us about Watchick. He's the he's the bear from Poland. Yeah, the he Poland is. army. Yeah, so Watchik was a Polish soldier. Um, he was officially he enlisted hero. in the army because... Um, okay, let's do this really quick. <laughs> I love Watchik. His story's so great. Hi, buddy. Okay, so it's like in the spring of 1942, um, the Anders army had left the Soviet Union for Iran, and there were many Polish civilians... And among those Polish civilians was a young Iranian boy who had found a bear cub. Um, and so the army kind of like took over the bear cub in a sense, like a mascot or like a pet. Um, and they just kind of like kept him around. Um, they took care of the boy and the bear. Um, they convinced their lieutenant, Anatol Tarnwicki, to buy the young bear. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he did. Um, and that bear spent the next three months in a Polish refugee camp. Um, and in August of that year, that bear was donated to the 2nd Transport Company, which later became the 22nd Artillery Supply Command. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would just carry stuff. <laughs> and he was named Wachik. And that means, like, happy warrior. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Because he would just entertain them to no end, right? Because, like, he's a bear! <laughs> yeah, and so it's really cute, right? Because you think war and, like, what soldiers would eat. Oh, they'd probably drink vodka. And Warchuk did not drink vodka, but he did eat condensed milk from an old vodka bottle. Yeah. Um, He was just given things that bears like. He was given fruit, marmalade, honey, um, syrup. And beer, and weirdly enough, beer became the bear's favorite drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also like fed him cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also enjoyed smoking or eating cigarettes, as well as drinking coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sheer intimidation factor. If you rolled up on, like, I, I see why it was like, a good thing for morale for these soldiers to have this bear around like (laughs) yeah he's a goofy guy who just eats some of our supplies but also it's a bear and if you're an enemy soldier rolling up on this polish battalion and then you see a bear i would go you know what (laughs) never mind my bad i have the wrong address let me just turn around and try that again (laughs) yeah and so the sweet thing about this bear is like they really kind of treated him like one of their own. And if it was cold at night, the bear would sleep with them to warm oh. them up. Yeah. And soldiers being soldiers um, would wrestle the bear. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and they taught the bear how to salute when greeted. What? Oh, that's cute. It would salute. Yeah, it would salute. Um, And yeah, just the bear being the bear, he would just kind of copy everything the soldiers did. Um, It's even said that whenever they would march, he would march alongside them in their hind legs. Um, Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really sweet. And so here's the fun thing. He was actually enlisted as a soldier, like officially. And the reason for that was um, that corps, the Polish two corps, were reassigned to fight alongside the British Eighth Army in the Italian campaign. Yeah. Um, so they had to go from, my understanding, Egypt to Italy, I want to say. And let me guess, the British were like, no pets allowed. And they went, okay, yeah. he's not a pet. <laughs> no pets or mascots allowed. So they enlisted him. And he had his own paybook. He had a rank. <laughs> he had a serial number, and oh he lived with gosh. the other men. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't know he had his own pay stub. That's freaking mm-hmm. fantastic. Would he cash it out? Like, would someone cash it out for him? And like, <laughs> that's what they would allot for, like his food and stuff. Um. Well, he did have like a trainer, a handler. So okay. I'm assuming it probably went to the handler, but I don't know for sure. But he helped out during the Battle of Monte Cassino. Yeah. <laughs> and the way he helped out, it's so sweet. He carried about 100 pounds of ammunition mm-hmm. and he never dropped a single one. Yeah. Maybe, like, is there photos of it? Because, like, he, I know he had, like, they, like, made, like, a little saddlebag, basically, for him to, like, just hold these huge crates of ammo. <laughs> um, it doesn't show a picture. It just kind of shows what the um, crates of ammo look like. And they were, like, they're thick, yeah. bulky boxes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, normally they needed four men or one bear. bear to carry <laughs> whole containers of these to wherever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that was what check he did live um he survived until the end of world war ii yeah he did and then he was sent to berkshire scotland with the 22nd company Mm -hmm. and they were there and he was like he received an honorary like member award (laughs) and then finally in 1947 he was able to retire to the edinburgh zoo 
and he just spent the rest of his, his life, life there, there. And ongoers would bring him cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> despite the signs to not feed him cigarettes. Please do not feed her bear cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Washak. And so thank he, you, buddy, for your service. <laughs> yeah, he's no longer alive. He passed away in December of 1963. Yeah, he was 21. He lived a very, very eventful life. 21 years. Oh, that's so good. But that's who I thought of when you were talking about bears last episode. I immediately thought of Wachuk the bear. I need to talk about it. <laughs> that's good. And forever in history, it's yours now. I don't get to talk about him in the future. Darn it! <laughs> uh, but that's all it's good. It's kind of like whenever I brought up the Batman. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Until next time, Bye bye <laughs> <laughs>